Welcome to Hadley Presents. I'm your host, Ricky Enger, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy a conversation with the experts. In this episode, we discuss practical uses of GPS for people who are blind or low vision. And our guest is Hadley's Chief Innovation Officer, Doug Walker. Welcome to the show, Doug. It's always great to be here with you, Ricky. I always have a lot of fun. Good to have you back. You were on a podcast talking about kitchen gadgets and uh, favorite apps and yeah. All, anything tech related, just call my name and I'll come running. So there you go. <laughs> GPS. We'll see what we can do with GPS today. It's going to be fun. Oh, I agree. And if you put Apple on the end of it. Oh, my goodness. Please. There's no, you'll have to count the number of times I say Apple in today's podcast. It's probably <laughs> keep a tally out there. You know. That's right. Well, for people who might be a little newer to Hadley Presents and Hadley in general, and maybe they've not heard you before, give us just a brief intro. Tell us a bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, I've been at Hadley for, goodness, 11 years now. And, uh, I'm responsible for new concept designs and some new content creation. I have a really fun job because uh, I get to create a lot of different types of workshops, but mainly the workshop on Apple devices. Uh, also, the the host of the Insights and Soundbites podcast, and I'll plug that one in here, Ricky. Uh, it's a brand new podcast here at Hadley, so check that one out too. Also, have really low vision. Um, actually, legally blind. It, goodness, 2,700 acuity. So anyway, that's just a little bit about me. Perfect. Thanks for that. And uh, again, good to have you on, especially for today's topic. You know, it's interesting because we talk about GPS a lot or people hear it kind of everywhere and you might know what it is and you might have a vague idea of what it is, or you might just look it up and go, Global positioning satellite. <laughs> oh. uh, gosh, that's helpful. Yeah. So maybe it would be helpful to kind of frame this in a way that uh, we all start from the same place. So when you think about GPS, what comes to mind for you? Well, I'm glad you said the word global positioning. That's that's about my end of the scientific knowledge on this. It pretty much ends <laughs> right there, right? But no, I know that it's a bunch of satellites going around the Earth. It sort of pinpoint uh, exactly where I am, which is kind of creepy when you think about it. But, uh, you know, it, they can't just pinpoint where you are without some type of device, like a smartphone or some type of tablet, or uh, even my Apple Watch has GPS built into it. But when people think uh, GPS, they usually think driving directions for a car, like a Garmin or something like that, right. uh, something you can put in the location and it gets you there. For me as a low vision user, I love the fact that uh, my smartphone has walking directions in it, right? And so it's really cool because I can just get step-by-step -step directions for where I want to go. And I also like it because I can kind of look at where I want to go and get the directions before I even leave the location and sort of review them before I have to go. So it gives you that sense of security of being able to kind of know what's going to happen without just setting off walking. Of course, I'm an Apple fan, so I tend to use Apple Maps. But, you know, Google Maps also has uh, walking directions as well. And I love it because I can just say, Siri, give me walking directions to Starbucks or McDonald's. And, uh, and off I can go. It gives me the directions. And as I'm walking, it'll say, hey, in 200 feet, 
turn left on so-and-so street and you just keep following the directions like that. So it's just that added sense of security and, and just knowing where you're going. But, you know, mostly for me, I use it for walking directions. And it's so much nicer than if we didn't have that and maybe we would have to learn a route before we were able to go there independently. We'd have to walk it first with somebody else or get really good descriptions of what was going to happen and then maybe write that down. So it's good not to have to do that. It's still not bad to do that, though. I mean, this, yeah, you, you kind of learn a route and then use it this again as sort of like a, a security blanket, like I said, or, you know, it's an extra sense of of confidence as you travel. So, but yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you could just set off on your own. I've done that before, but uh, I tend to use it even on routes that I've been before, just as that extra sense of knowing where I am. Yeah, I think that's helpful as well. And when I'm thinking about how GPS works, just like you, I really appreciate having the walking directions, but you mentioned something that I guess is my favorite thing about what GPS can do beyond giving you directions right then. And that is getting that ability to kind of virtually explore ahead of time. So before you even walk out the door, just that ability to look around, so to speak, before you set off and get some idea of what's around you. When you're using GPS, you mentioned walking directions. Are there other things that you will use it for, you know, beyond just the walking directions or maybe the driving directions if you're in the car with somebody? Yeah. And and I think you, you mentioned one just right off the bat, looking up points of interest when I need to locate the Apple store right, <laughs> or a restaurant. And I, and I do this not only around my home, but if I'm you know, in another city at a conference or visiting a friend or something, I can look around and see the different types of restaurants that are around. A really cool thing that I like to use it is looking, it'll give you the local bus stops in my area. So I, it'll tell me where the bus stop is. And uh, what I love about it is the GPS is also tracking the bus. So it can give me updates on how long before it gets to my bus stop there. So I'm not just sitting wondering when that bus is coming it'll you know it tells me it'll be here in five minutes or whatever so you know that's super handy as well yeah and i think that when people think about gps those are the little things that don't always pop right into their minds it's like you said people are thinking about well i could have it in my car if i were driving but the vast majority of people who are losing their vision aren't driving. So having these other things that GPS is useful for, I think can help a lot when you think about, well, what tools are out there for me? Yeah. And, you know, I do have really good sense of directions and um, not so much my wife. Uh, it's <laughs> totally opposite there, but I can't drive and uh, she's the driver in our family. Um, so what it gives me is, you know, I'm the navigator, like you talked about earlier. And actually, we took a trip just this last weekend, and uh, it was my job to get the driving directions going. And, you know, I could say, hey, it's saying get over in the next lane or get off at this next exit right here. And it's kind of cool because, 
you know, I'm responsible for finding, you know, if we need gasoline, looking along the route to see, you know, the next gas station that's coming up. Or even if there's some type of fast food, we start getting hungry. And so that's really cool to have that contribution, you know, to the driving or to the trip. But, you know, I've also used GPS when I'm taking an Uber or a Lyft just for security to keep track of where I am along the way or uh, or even, you know, taking the bus again. You know, I, I mentioned earlier knowing where the bus was when it gets to me, but while I'm on the bus, it's kind of cool to find where I am on the bus because all I have to do again is say, you know, Siri, where am I? And Siri automatically just speaks the address of where I am. So I know, you know, how far it is or where where I am in my route and if my bus stop that I want to get off is coming up. So that's really a cool way to use it. Yeah, I find that helpful as well. Being a passenger, whether it's, you know, if I'm with somebody I know and I'm doing like you said, okay, let's find the nearest gas station or whatever, or if I'm with somebody I don't know. So Uber and Lyft is a perfect example of this that I use as well. We hope to be trusting of people, but um, I guess trust but verify is kind of the the good approach to take there. And so if you are checking out where you're going and you suddenly know, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't seem to be the same route that I'm going, then that's just some good situational awareness to have. And it's some good peace of mind when you know, oh, hey, the driver's taking me exactly where I have designated and off we go. And I've got that, just that peace of mind following along back here with my little GPS and uh, figuring out where we're going. That is so cool. And, you know, I, I've had a friend of mine that actually got out of a cab one time because she didn't feel comfortable the cab was going and she was very familiar with the area. Right. So she knew she wasn't going the right way the, that she should be. And so she actually asked the driver to pull over and got out and then called for another driver. So there is that. And it's it, there's a lot of security of knowing where you are with the GPS, you know, and it takes a lot to uh, to ask somebody to pull over. But uh, but I think that's that's cool that she knew where she was and she knew something wasn't right or felt something wasn't right. You know, another another really cool way that I use it is the Find My app has GPS. I mean, that all relies upon GPS. And it's an app that's on the iPhone where you can share your location with, you know, either a friend or a family member. And so my daughter and my wife, they share their location with me. And that's another form of having peace of mind, you know, instead of having to text, you know, where are you or, you know, did you get there or be wondering if somebody got safely back home or to their dorm uh, in case of my daughter, I can just look in that, find my app. And uh, again, that's great for kind of a sense of peace of mind. And another thing that's in that find my app that's really cool is also the uh, air tags that are there. And we do have workshops on AirTags. But if you don't know about AirTags, they're really cool. Another Apple product about the size of a quarter. And you can place them, you know, on any device. So I have mine on on uh, keychains that I attach to things. I've got one in my wallet, on my backpack and cane. Put one in my suitcase before. So I really think it's cool because I found my baggage at the carousel uh, on, on my own one time. So that was, that was really kind of cool. I could tell it was coming. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And of course, if you don't have an Apple product, which believe it or not, uh, the world does not run exclusively on Apple. Oh, I know what? it's a shocker, yeah. uh, but yeah. there are similar things like uh, the tile right. are kind of similar to AirTags and you can get those for uh, your Apple device or your Android device, or it's it's an app that you install, and then it's sort of like the Air Tags. They can be the size of a quarter, or there's bigger ones. And like you have put mine in a purse or uh, my luggage. I have one on my book reader because I kept leaving it places, and I needed to be able to find it. So that is definitely a uh, a good use of GPS that has really nothing to do with walking or driving. Gotta love it now. I usually use my smartphone for GPS, but uh, Ricky, for people that don't have a smartphone, are there any options for still taking advantage, you know, for what GPS can do for us? Yeah, actually, uh, there are a few things. So there are some phones that are not quite smartphones, but they're not quite not smartphones. And they do have some very basic uh, GPS features. It's basically, where am I? So you might not get a lot of these looking around at points of interest, but you can at least get some idea of which street am I on? Where, you know, which address am I near? So I know that the Blind Shell Classic 2 is one phone that does this. The Real Sam Pocket does this. But I don't really have direct experience with those phones, whereas I do have some experience with a couple of products from Humanware. I own one of them, and it's the Victor Reader Trek. So this is just like a little device that you carry around and it does GPS, but it does a lot of other stuff as well. Like uh, you can read audiobooks and listen to internet radio. Uh, you can read electronic textbooks, things like that. But it has GPS. And the cool thing about this is it has buttons. So it's not a phone and it's not that problematic touchscreen that a lot of people just really struggle with. And I especially kind of like not having to fiddle with a touchscreen as I'm walking down the street. So this has this nice raised keypad and uh, you're able to input an address or you're able to look around for points of interest. You're able to record a route. So maybe you walk a route once and that is recorded so that you can kind of retrace that, which I think is really cool. And then there's another humanware product that I don't have but would love to, and that's the Victor Stellar Trek. And this one really is for GPS stuff exclusively because it does all of this GPS stuff. It doesn't have the book reader, but one cool thing that it does do is in addition to all of the other stuff that the uh, the Victor uh, reader trek does it has a camera on it so it can help you with things like that last 40 feet right so you get to the address but now where's the door or which office is this and so it's going to take pictures of those things and tell you yes you're at the right address but this is suite 200 or you're at the right address uh, but you got to get across this parking lot and the door is actually a little bit to your left. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And that's, that is, I guess, the biggest problem anyway that I tend to deal with is, okay, I got there. Now, how do I get to the final bit of the destination? So, yeah, do you have things that you use for that? Well, you know, I do. And and you're absolutely right. I mean, the GPS is great about getting us there, right? But like you said, it's always that last 20, 40 feet to the building. And, you know, I um, actually use Ira. It's an app on your smartphone that you can call and they look through the back of your camera on your phone and you, you you're contacted an agent there and they can actually help guide you that last, you know, 20 or 40 feet to the door um, and actually help navigate you through a building. That's a really, really nice service. Also, Be My Eyes. I don't usually use it for navigating, but once I get in, I've used Be My Eyes for things like reading text, maybe, or identifying something. You know, and, and I do have some vision, so I'll use my magnifier app, you know, to read things as well that's built into my phone. And uh, also, I'll use the, the iPhone as kind of a telescope, you know, for looking at distance as well. I can do that. Oh, the magnifier app also has built-in people detection and door detection. So, um it can be hit and miss uh, at times, but that's yeah. kind of cool that that's there. <laughs> it's in there. It's working on working, right? And it, But I'll tell you something that really works is the text recognition through the magnifier app. Um, right. It's really great at reading signs or numbers on doors and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, those two. And there's some there's other apps as well. I, I know that you you use the Seeing AI app, I guess. I do use that and I will use that to, like you said, read signs. I also use the Envision app to do that. And I actually have the Envision glasses, which uh, it's wow. nice because you can wear those on your face, but they don't that improve nice. your vision at all. They What they do, though, is it's a camera. So you can use something like Ira. Or you have a trusted friend that you can call through those glasses, or you just use it to read the text, like you said, on the signs or which door is this now that I'm inside the building. That is so nice. Yeah. That is so nice. And your hands are free right then when you're traveling. Yeah, which is so good because, I mean, how many times are you carrying something plus you have your cane or your dog or whatever? It's nice to just do that hands-free. and. I think, you know, you and I get really into the tech aspects of this, but I think there are handheld telescopes and things like that, uh, magnifiers for distance viewing that even if you're not using your phone, you can still use things like that to uh, to read from a distance. Absolutely. And I keep those backups, you know, um, just in case you your phone goes dead or something. I have a monocular telescope in my bag and, and a handheld magnifier. So you always have to have those less techie things, like you're saying, but uh, always reliable and always there for you as well. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we didn't start out trying to name a lot of specific apps or specific devices. We have named a couple, but kind of wanted to stay away from Here's a list of all the things that work. I feel like that can get a little overwhelming, especially when 
you're just brand new to learning what GPS can do for you. Um, we just wanted to explore those concepts of, hey, you know what? You can track where your things are. You can track where you are. You can get that feeling of comfort uh, as you're kind of following along. And you can contribute as well by being that backseat navigator that hopefully is uh, appreciated by people. Now, depending on how you approach <laughs> it, yeah, they might be like, I got it. I don't want to hear your directions. Yeah. They can't just pass by those Starbucks anymore, though, without you knowing. That's right. <laughs> you know about it. You have the power <laughs> to know about where coffee is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Doug, for dropping by and just talking about some of the uses uh, that that you do for GPS. Anything else that we didn't really touch on that you feel like we ought to circle back and mention it w- when it comes to just how powerful GPS can be? Yeah, well, you know, we did, we touched on a lot. We covered a lot of ground here today. And uh, I think you and I probably could talk for another hour on on this subject. But, you know, in thinking about GPS, it really is great. Uh, it really can help us out. You know, it's certainly not the cure-all because devices, like we mentioned earlier, they have batteries and they can go dead. Um, And, you know, the GPS is is great, but when it's accurate, um, it's not always accurate. Um, And in the end, you know, I know I still need good traveling skills for myself, but I do love my gadgets, Ricky, and, uh, you know, those walking directions as well. So a combination of the white cane and GPS, they really do the job and work well for me. Yes, indeed. I would second that because I think especially if you really enjoy technology, there's that tendency to, well, it's it can do everything for me. And I think it is important to make sure that you have those backup plans if something should go wrong exactly. with your phone directions or what have you. You know, how can I still get myself out of the situation safely? So, wow, we really did cover a lot, and it's been just a wonderful time chatting with you for a bit. As you said, we could do this for another hour at least. Appreciate your stopping by, and uh, if people want to find you when you're not on this podcast, like you said earlier, there's there's another one that people can tune into. Um, yes, Insights and Sound Bites, Yeah. It's our our new podcast, and it's really all about people sharing their journey through vision loss. And so check it out. It's on the Hadley website, or you can uh, check it out on any major podcaster out there like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So check it out. And if you would like, you can always contribute to that as well. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Doug, for stopping by. We'll see you again soon, I'm sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Ricky. I appreciate it. Got something to say? Share your thoughts about this episode of Hadley Presents or make suggestions for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at podcast at hadley.edu. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at hadley.edu. Or leave us a message at 847-784-2870. Thanks for listening. 